0: This episode is brought to you by Gummy Cube. Now, Gummy Cube asks, are you ranking for the right keywords? Well, can users actually find your app through search? Ranking for the right keywords can increase your reach by five times or even 10 times. So to learn more about ranking for the right keywords for your app, go to www.gummycube.com and go check out what they can do for App Store Optimization. And thank you very much to Gummy Cube for supporting this show. One of the best ways to make great and compelling products is to ask your customers what they want. Asking Point gives you the mobile polling tools to quickly and easily get their valuable feedback real time and uses your app analytics to help you target exactly the right audience. So go to www.askingpoint.com. If you put forward slash app guy all lowercase, you'll get a basic account for free. And when you upgrade, you get 30% off for the first six months. That's askingpoint.com forward slash app guy or lowercase. And thank you very much to asking for sponsoring the show. Before we start this episode, I just want to acknowledge that at the end of this episode, I will be going through a lot of the past reviews. In fact, every single review, its they're all five stars. And so it's been a massive achievement by you reviewing this podcast. I know how tough it is to review. It means a bit of work for you, but honestly, it makes so much difference. Every single review uh, pushes me up. I've been hovering around the top 100 for quite some time and uh, a single review will then boost me by about 40 places. And that means more people find this content, you're helping other people out. So uh, as a a thank you, I'm going to read every single review out uh, at the end of this podcast and also then some future episodes. So please do stay tuned at the end. For now, let's get into the episode.
1: Hi, this is Niranjan Rao, co-founder of Six Degrees in Singapore, and you're listening to the App Guy podcast. The App Guy podcast, Straight from your host, Paul the App Guy, sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. And now, Paul the App Guy.
0: Welcome to another episode of the App Guy podcast. I'm your host, it's Paul Kemp. Uh, what I do with this podcast is I help you as a potential app entrepreneur, or maybe you are even got a few apps in the app store, and you just want to hear some guidance from the uh, app entrepreneurs that we get onto this show. So if that is you, then this is your uh, podcast. And in particular, I think you'll really enjoy this episode because I've got a chat with uh, a co-founder, and it's the co-founder of uh, seenit.io. So you can pause this podcast. We'll still be here. Just go to uh, www.seenit.io. Really easy to give out that. And you can also just search on the app store for it Capture. And of course, all the show notes wouldn't be in my uh, website. It's the theappguy.co. Just go to episode 305. Let me introduce Emily Forbes. She is the co-founder. Welcome to the App Guy podcast, Emily.
1: Thank you so much. Good morning.
0: Hello. And now let's talk to you about Seen It because I'm sure a lot of listeners have not seen it. So what are we missing out on?
1: Great. So Seen It is just over a year old. I I co-founded it in January last year. Seen It is a video collaboration platform. So the way that we work is we set brands up um, with their own sort of online studio. Um, with the mission to help them be able to co-create and collaborate on video with uh, their own employees or their fans or experts through uh, setting specific directions in a Capture app. So we set brands up with their own studio. They can then write a script or load challenges into their Capture app, call out to their new mobile film crew. Um, As I said before, this could be employees, it could be Um, fans are called out on social, they download the app, follow the simple instructions set by the brand, film video clips and upload them to the private online studio where the brand can then review, edit and share the videos out online. So it's all about bringing the people who are the most sort of passionate and knowledgeable about a brand or an organization situation and actually being able to activate them and bring them into the content creation themselves.
0: Emily, I have to say, one of the reasons I set up this podcast was to meet people like yourself. This is, first of all, a fascinating uh, journey into a, like a really innovative idea. Uh, what I'm thinking of as well immediately is the, the app entrepreneurs listening to this show could be using your platform to engage with their power users of their app.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And actually what we're doing as well is, is right now, um we have the Cena app and you can white label that as well. So um, if you wanted to have your own branded app, we can do that. Um, and alternatively, our new sort of release, which we're releasing in a few weeks, um, is our plugin. So an SDK. So if you have an existing app and you wanted to call out to everyone who has your app on the phone um, to film clips, answer questions, we can actually sit as a plugin within your app. Um, and one simple push notification can activate your crowd to be your
0: film crew? Yeah, I'm almost thinking of uh, something I recently did myself, which is uh, I had a a chat with somebody about uh, one of the sponsors on this show. Uh, I had to ask for uh, an audio clip and he provided that for me. It was a bit of a pain, no process about it. And then I had to do a lot of editing uh, to, to actually get the clip worthy of sharing you're you're taking all that pain away in a way of just making this whole process a lot easier to and actually making it for video as well is that right?
1: Yes absolutely so we just make it very easy by setting instructions within the app you know simple questions Um, and we also do it so there's a time limit per question as well so if you're wanting to do an interview with somebody um, you know sometimes it feels like quite a lot of pressure they suddenly have to freak out and they're worrying they've got to have a 10-minute answer whereas if you say no no we just want like a quick 30 seconds from you um, they're immediately sort of relaxed and everyone has 30 seconds to do a quick snippet so it's being able to sort of steer otherwise a very busy crowd um, to easily and efficiently contribute to you.
0: And what does this mean for the brands that you've been working with then what sort of impact have they seen from sharing and doing uh, you know the work with uh, the videos, uh, have you, have you got any guidance on, on how it improves the branding?
1: Sure. So we, um, we have launched an app with um, the BBC. So it's called the BBC Earth Capture app. So if anyone is um, wanting to shoot and kind of contribute wildlife, natural photography and film, then you can do it through the Earth Capture app. Um, and what it's enabled them to do is actually start to build and engage with an existing fan base but now actually activate them to, to create content with them. Um, they're able to know who their community is. They're able to publish very authentic, real video and stills from all over the world, um, which previously they weren't able to do. If they did a hashtag, the brand feared losing control. They couldn't have sort of the ownership. They couldn't have the the full resolution that they would needed if they wanted to ever put anything on broadcast or, or poster screens. Um, and now with this tool, they're able to sort of collecting a wealth of, of content that they never would have had access to before. Um, and as, at the same time, it's helping promote the community um, who are already sort of avid wildlife fans um, to actually be promoted on a platform and being given fame, but also um, invited to screenings or VIP events or sort of get special access um, so they can reward and engage their crew and grow them in a way that they couldn't before.
0: Oh, Emily, this is great. Well, you've been in business for a year with this company and you're already doing uh, partnerships with the BBC. So, I mean, you're obviously very successful at, at like selling the idea. And t- tell us a bit about yourself then. W- what were you doing before this? Because you must have had some background in startups and to, to um, you know, have such a successful launch with CNET.
1: Oh, that's very kind. But um, no, not at all. This is my first uh, first startup. Um. We, I actually, my background is in, is in film. So I studied film at at art school in London. Then I went and worked at Working Title, which is a, the feature film company. Um, and while I was there, they were actually editing a film called Senna. I don't know if you've seen Senna, the car racing film. You
0: know, I, uh, haven't, and I'm desperately wanting to see it. I'm waiting for it to come on Netflix.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, it's an absolute must. And it's, um, it's insane because they had this documentary and, um, it was about a car racing driver. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's all right.
0: You can get it if you need to. This is uh, this is not the BBC. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all gone. Um, but they had this film with you know amazing Formula One footage in, and it related to a certain audience. But as soon as they gathered home footage, footage with his family on holidays with his girlfriend, it transformed the film and it suddenly opened up this documentary to a much wider audience of people who previously might never have been interested in Formula One. And I think being able to have that sort of authentic footage and connect with people in that way triggered my my mind. Um, and I actually then moved to South Africa to start up, um, wanted to create a, a rhino poaching film, I'd see if I could create a short documentary myself. Um, and I went to go and film a big rhino protest that was happening. Um, but as soon as I got there, this entire crowd were already documenting everything they saw on their phones, on GoPros, on their own cameras. And the people in this crowd were knowledgeable, opinionated, passionate, and they were following the subject way more than I ever could. Um, and so their footage was so much more powerful than mine. So I ran around the crowd and asked for their video and said I'd I'd create a video of everyone's stories together. Um, and And that was sort of the idea of I've seen it and sort of what kickstarted the concept
0: uh, Emily you are on track to have the most inspiring uh, idea <laughs> from the most inspiring <laughs> setting <laughs> we've we've had some oh. interesting stories on this show but I have to say uh, it's very unique in the way that this idea oh. came to you and so <laughs> well, that's uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah there you are oh. you know filming um, the poaching of rhinos I know how you know um, exotic it is as well in South Africa and uh but you, you came back and then, so you're a co-founder. You must have met your other co-founder along the way. Uh, we know that's very important. Tell us about that.
1: Absolutely. So I um having come from a purely sort of creative film background um, and not sort of tech at all. I actually came back with uh, someone else and set up a company, a production company after Senna. Um, crowds, I mean, after the rhino poaching. Um, and I was crowdsourcing for brands, um, but manually. So I'd go to festivals and I'd go with cables and a backpack and I'd actually collect in videos from the crowd, but, but manually it was hopeless. Um, and so that's when I looked for a technical co-founder and I met Max, who's my co-founder now. Um, and we set up it. We actually went um, to an accelerator called Collider, um, which is a B2B accelerator. Um, And it's specifically sort of brand to brand. And what that enabled us to do was get some funding. We gave them some equity. Um, But then for the first like three months of the company, they had brand partners who we could talk to, build relationships with, test concepts on, test pricing on, which is the other nightmare. um, And were able to sort of shift and develop the product very quickly and efficiently to launch in April last year.
0: Uh, and I'd love to focus on that launch because launching is one of the the big challenges that our listeners have here, the Appster tribe. Uh, what did you learn from your launch? Perhaps you can share some of the secret sauce that you've you've gained along the way.
1: <laughs> sure. So um, I think launch is probably quite a strong word. I <laughs> I think it's in beta potentially forever because um, <laughs> you're always testing, always reiterating, always changing. Um, But until you get a product out, even if it's not perfect and it's got bugs and it's kind of a bit clunky, that's why building relationships is so fundamental to a launch. Um, Giving it to trusted partners, trusted groups, um, and just getting it out there. And I think then having really good customer service and just paying so much attention to the people who are giving your product a go Um, And if there is something that goes wrong, if you have a good relationship with them, you react to it quickly. um, People are sort of pretty forgiving on it. I mean, it was different for us because we launched B2B um, so we could sort of work in a more controlled environment. Um, But it's just so important to get your product out there and just keep listening to your crowd. Yeah,
0: I'm thinking, Emily, so many of the founders that have been on this show, uh, they get so overwhelmingly Motivated when they hear feedback from people that are actually falling in love with their uh, products, their services, and and even just to get an audio clip from somebody. I did this yesterday for a founder, uh, and they were really uh, appreciative. Uh, you know, I took the time to just record something about their app, which I'm actually finding really useful. And so, taking that one step further with video, you you must, uh, I mean, you you must be collecting a lot of great feedback through through uh, your own platform.
1: It's, yeah, no, it's good. It's good. We um, it, that's that's one thing that's so fundamental as well in the early stages. Feedback, quotes, validation. Um, it's such a huge thing for a founder um, because you're going through all the ups and downs, and that's sort of definitely what keeps keeps you going. Um, we've got some amazing feedback from the clients we're working with. Like uh, we do stuff with the UFC where we have the fighters and the octagon girls all filming um, on phones and you know, I think we've, we've been able to really boost their social content. So getting the, the quotes from the clients is huge. Um, and feedback as well, you know, there's there's good and bad. I think that constructive feedback is also unbelievably valuable. Um, I think what people sometimes don't realize, especially again with large sort of businesses, is honest, constructive feedback is just as helpful as positive feedback. Um, and, Sometimes companies, you know, if you've been setting up a business, if you're a founder, they're worried they're going to upset you or offend you. Um, but you know, the great thing about being a startup is you can be so reactive. Um, you can turn, you can pivot, you can quickly change things. Um, so actually, that that feedback will really help accelerate you forward if you're open to it.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely I know how it's important to get constructive criticism if anybody wants to know how bad my intro was go back and listen to the first 12 episodes of this show and then it took somebody (laughs) saying hey your introduction's really bad you need to change it and uh, then obviously that that's better for me so we've got to take this not as an insult but as um, a, a, a positive kind of thing and and you mentioned there about getting clients you know you've kind of got these amazing clients so any tips on on how you manage to get such great clients
1: um, I, I genuinely think I, the accelerators and the incubators for us, um, for what we went through, definitely helped us accelerate us into those brands. So um, I mentioned it before, Collider um, is a huge help. They have brand partners like Haymarket, Bauer Media, the BBC, Camelot, Betfred, um, and, you, and Unilever, of course, who are unbelievably supportive to, to young startups. Um and you get to sort of be really open with them in the first few months of development. So then when you go back and you actually have something to sell, you're almost not selling because they've been helping you work through it. So to then have your initial pilots with brands like these, um, it, it does remarkable things then for your roadmap. Um, and as soon as you've worked with Unilever, the BBC, um, other brands sort of trust you and think, all right, well, if they're doing it, then you know I'll give it a go. Um, but just getting those first you is really just about networking and relationship building.
0: So let me understand it then. You, you managed to get into an accelerator and they already have these established uh, relationships with big brands. And Absolutely. that's how you then work with these uh, in, in the, these projects, which then ultimately leads to business. And then that in, give, gives you endorsement for having the platform to sell to a bigger you know, community. In that is that, uh, what, 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 um, How did you get into the accelerator? Was it really tough?
1: Um, I actually, I've, I've been quite lucky. I went, I've been through two. So I went through um, the Collider, which is tough. You go through interview processes and then it's sort of, you go through all the different forms and um, uh, sections and then you have to present to a room of all the investors, all the brands involved in the accelerator um, and that's your sort of big pitch and then they they offer you a place. Um, they're very sort of selective about who they bring on, understandably, because They have to then present them to the brand. So they've got to keep the quality high, um, as well as the brands have to really have an active involvement, otherwise they wouldn't also be involved. Um, And then I actually also went on to the BBC Labs program. So um, the BBC Labs program, they take on six companies every year. They bring them in-house to the BBC and they really help work with you towards a commercial sort of agreement or partnership. Um, without that, we wouldn't have been able to have got our BBC Earth partnership so quickly. Um, but being able to be in the building, in the space, you can sort of casually go and talk to them when they're getting a coffee or whatever it is. Um, and it's it's much easier to then to try and set a meeting up or take the conversation to the next stage. Um, but having said that, you know, the, the, the great thing is, is more and more brands now are setting up innovation departments or startup departments who are just focusing on looking at young businesses and really helping bring them into large organizations Um, because otherwise it's so hard. I had no idea previously how a company like Unilever works so having the Unilever Foundry um, really helps educate you and make sure that you're having meetings with the right person at the right time um, and not wasting your time.
0: Yeah so if you're listening to this then get get yourself into an accelerator i know it's a lot of hard work I, I can imagine that your idea carried a lot of weight because when you presented the idea at the start it just seemed so compelling so disruptive so uh, obvious like there's a need for it that that the idea itself must have been the, the one that was the big key selling point
1: i think i think we were you know we were very lucky in that we we were in the market at the right time video is a a huge pain point for brands at the moment. Um, social media is putting such a huge pressure on them to just keep creating reactive and relevant video. Um, and we were able to come in then with a platform that not only enabled that but also engaged the community that they're so desperately trying to keep talking to. Um, so definitely, I think that the the idea and the business did did sort of help us get from meeting to meeting.
0: So let me just appeal to all you app entrepreneurs, your app marketers who are listening to this, or if you are uh, currently a solopreneur uh, who's got an app on the App Store, you will need to go and check out Gummy Cube. Uh, that's G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E.com. Uh, they have an App Store Optimization service, but also they have this uh, Data Cube, which is uh, an App Store Optimization tool uh, that allows for some really uh, great tracking and reporting. Uh, with DataCube, Uh, Optimization becomes part of your app release cycle for each new build and you'll be able to track your rankings uh, by build, uh, by time period or by even both. Uh, They have live data uh, which is consistently updated to ensure that your attribution results are accurate and uh, letting you understand your download baseline and and where to make adjustments. Uh, All this reporting is available in a wide variety of formats Uh, I'm looking at their website right now and they have a lot of great uh, tracking reports that you can use for your apps. Uh, So I suggest going to GummyCube.com that's G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E.com go and check out Datacube, get a demo and thank you very much to GummyCube for supporting the show. This episode is brought to you by Asking Point. Now, if you're an app entrepreneur like me, you will have spent some money on ad networks. These are CPMs that you're using to try and uh, get new installs. Well, I suggest that you stop paying for high CPMs and you start using Asking Point. It's free to sign up. And what they have is they have this uh, in-app messaging, which cross-promotes all your apps. So it really helps you leverage your most valuable asset, which is your install base. So you can use it to quickly and easily create native-looking localized text and, and image ads in campaigns that will promote your apps uh, to users of your other apps. So, you know, just stop paying for those high CPMs. Just go ahead, go to askingpoint.com forward slash app guy. Uh, I've got a great offer for you. Uh, it is free to sign up, but they do have these premium uh, services. You will get a 30% discount for the first six months if you go to this uh, link app. It's uh, askingpoint.com forward slash app guy, all lowercase. Uh, askingpoint.com forward slash app guy. And thank you, Asking Point, for supporting the show. So Emily, we only have two more things to talk about before we say goodbye to you. Then one is that we'd love to understand any pain points that you may be going through as as your own business right now. We try to understand this because then it may lead to a potential new idea for us. Because you know, there's a lot of people listening to this who are desperately looking for an idea as really cool as yours. <laughs> so uh, I wondered if you could think back to the last few months and and think back to any particular frustrating. Aspects of, of what you're having to do, and so we can flesh out a solution.
1: Sure, I mean, I think I was quite nervous saying this because someone's probably sitting there thinking, "Oh, that already exists." But um, for <clears throat> for me, something that I'm sort of struggling with now is as the team grows. Um, <clears throat> so we're now currently eight people, um, which, having just been two or three people for such a long time, suddenly does feel like quite a daunting size, um, and we're all you know half the team out doing sales all the time, so I think a really good app sales tracking tool we can't afford salesforce um, so I think something which you can easily track your meetings track your sales on the go in app um, would transform the communication of our team because at the moment we we've, we're trying a few platforms and a few sort of different tools um, but we're actually just writing everything on a whiteboard which is probably not the the easiest way in the world on the go and out the office so much. Um, so, so for me, that's that would be a system um, that would be unbelievably helpful and has certainly been a pain point. Um, I think everyone's getting rather infuriating with me WhatsApping everything the whole time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there's there's two things that come to mind immediately. Um, but of course, you, you're talking to the app guys. So uh, I mean, I've
1: yeah got, I've never- done a
0: lot of these interviews, so I do know that um, there's that there's uh, first of all the team. Uh, collaboration tool that everyone seems to be talking about now is slack uh, which is um, excellent Um, but also there's a sales tool where where we had a guy on this this show and he uh, was talking about badger apps badgers in the animal which was obviously good for you and uh, apps and i believe that's some solution to helping sales teams Uh, Collaborate and track uh, their geographies and all sort of stuff. So uh, a couple of things come to mind immediately. Uh, Okay, um, I'm dancing. Badger. That's That's not to be, um, you know, not not to discourage anybody from trying to pursue those ideas. I think they're very valid. I mean, collaboration um, remotely, uh, there's there's unlimited possibilities there. So, no,
1: I think definitely, and it's um, it's one again. That's why you know, talking to you so brilliant. I didn't know about Badger Slack's amazing for. For communication, it's actually managed to get us communicating as a team. So it's really just the sales tracking uh, that would be amazing. So I'm, yeah, that just sounds cool.
0: Yeah. Well, the other thing then is that this is a show about apps, so we can't say goodbye without uh, getting maybe another app recommendation apart from WhatsApp.
1: Um, absolutely. I think for for me, the one that I'm playing with at the moment that I'm blown away by is ProCam. Quite fitting with what we do, but. Um, ProCam allows you to record in 4K on your phone. Um, For anyone who doesn't know 4K, it's just the kind of craziest, um, high-definition, broadcast-quality, I think even IMAX-quality video. So the fact that with this app, ProCam, you are now able to record in that, that level of HD is unbelievable.
0: Really, I actually yeah. I've never heard of it. So ProCam, sure. and you actually can use what just an existing iPhone.
1: Yep, I think it's from five S upwards. But um, but yeah, I think it's unbelievable. I think the six plus apparently does the best. Um, but you can get four K now on your phone, and which is crazy because you used to have to rent those cameras out for for thousands when shooting a video or a film or a sequence. Um, so it's now. Can't remember how much it is, but I think about sort of two pounds, um, and you've got it on your phone.
0: How best can we reach out and connect with you? What's the best way of getting in touch?
1: Um, Twitter is good, or um, I'm more than happy to. Yeah, I mean LinkedIn, Twitter, um, even send me an email.
0: Emily, thanks for coming on the App Guy podcast. All the best with the future, all those collaborations, and I'm pretty sure that this is going to be. Uh, really big for brands and uh, I can't I can't wait to see it out in the field so uh, thanks for coming mm-hmm. on the show remember to go and check out gobycube.com they are supporting this show and this episode uh, they have big data analytics from the app store through the use of data cube and uh, I want to ask you right now are you actually using web data to search for Uh, your user behavior Uh, it's irrelevant the way we search on web is totally different to the way we search on the app stores Uh, actually use live real-time app store intelligence by going to gummycube.com and thank you very much to GummyCube for supporting this show also remember to go to askingpoint.com forward slash app guy that's all lowercase askingpoint.com forward slash app guy and you'll get an exclusive offer as a listener that will give you a discount of 30% if you end up subscribing to their premium services now they do have a basic account which is free to use you can certainly try them out I highly recommend doing that but if you do ever need to upgrade because your app is growing like mad because of all the ratings you get then you'll need to use the offer code and you can find that at askingpoint.com forward slash app guy and thank you asking point for sponsoring this show So I want to thank every single body who has left a review and I'm going to go through them all with you now. In fact, every single review is a five-star review. And so that is pretty amazing. And and so I just want to acknowledge this uh, because when you leave a review, uh, what happens is my chart position starts to increase uh, for every single review. It's part of the Apple algorithm and they take it into account and so a single review will bump me up uh, potentially 40 places in the uh, the Apple charts uh, for software and um, that's in the technology section for podcasting. So uh, I've been bouncing around the top 100 for quite some time and if you want to increase that, then please leave me a review. So... Uh, this is what I'm going to do over the next few episodes at the end I'm just going to go through and thank every single body again for uh, reviewing my podcast I'm actually going to just read them out there's so many Uh, I'm just going to do this over a two-minute segment and uh, get through as many as I can Uh, so if you're listening to this listen now because I will be reading out your uh, review and so um, on the 29th of December uh, K D D I G says good stuff, interesting interviews, insights, and tips for uh, active, inspiring iOS developers. Thank you very much. Uh, love it. On the sixteenth uh, of January, two thousand and fourteen. Uh, these are going back a few, a uh, few um, years. But uh, Tony Kingston, love it, love the podcast. Thank you, Tony. Uh, hopefully, you're, hopefully you're still listening after all these uh, these years. Hopefully, you've made a lot of money on um, becoming an app entrepreneur. 4th of March, uh, Prince Kolat Ukabi, inspirational podcast. I highly recommend listening to Paul on this podcast. Well, Prince, if you are still listening, thank you very much. So there's just a few of the reviews. I will get through more, I promise. Uh, Listen to the next episode and it will be in there. Thank you very much. And I look forward to delivering another great podcast to you soon. Bye for now.